Blonde Podcast. I am Christina McGinnis, the founder of KCM Connect, the Bottled Blonde, and a fashion blogger. The Bottled Blonde Podcast is a millennial's guide to leveling up in business, dishing on our latest dating adventures, personal development, hashtag self-care, and sipping on some fun AF cocktails. To break it down, booze, boys, beauty, and business. If you want it, we got it. Hello, babes. It is your host, Christina Catherine McGinnis, the founder of The Bottled Blonde, christinamcginnis.com, and KCM Connect. Guys, this is such a fun week. We have so many things launching for KCM Connect. I am jazzed. So if you guys are iPhone users, you know about the new update. And we created these packs to streamline making your phones look adorable. I cannot wait for you guys to get your hands on them. They're currently on christinamcginnis.com and we created two different packs. So one of them's pumpkin cold brew. So it's these amazing like orange and cream and neutral tones. And we made all these different icons. I believe there's 36 of them. And then we did all of these custom wallpapers for you to use on Widget Smith. And we give you step-by-step tutorials on making this such a streamlined experience. I know some people have really struggled with doing this. We made amazing PDFs. I just updated my phone and I am freaking in love. Our second pack is like a neutral minimalist pack. This one has been super popular. I posted it on my Instagram at Christine Catherine McGinnis and you guys were raving about it. I have to say I'm at a mix. I love the pumpkin cold brew and I also love the neutral minimalist. Ooh, that's a rough one to say. So you guys have to let me know your thoughts. DM me, share with me your guys' home screens, screenshot them, send them over. I cannot wait to see them. And another KCM Connect update, we are actually launching with one of my favorite bloggers, Today, literally today, October 1st, our new fall sticker pack. And they are so fun, guys. They're all fall inspired stickers for you to copy and paste in your Instagram stories. They make them so chic. It's so simple. And it really just adds a little, a little bit of glam to the Instagram story without doing that much. I love something that's super efficient and super easy to do, but looks really high quality. So these stickers are so affordable. We created them with, like I said, one of my favorite bloggers, Always Melissa. You guys have to look her up on Insta. I'm constantly buying like everything that she posts. She's on like to know it. She is my girl. So, so many fun updates. And today we've got Zach on the podcast. So we're talking all things talent management. We dive into some super funny stories about like drinking adventures, dating in college, And then we go in like really head right into business. So we chat a lot about different tips and tricks for content creators. If you're looking to get managed, this episode is 100% for you. He is going to be one of the biggest talent managers in Dallas. We are manifesting it right here, right now. And he is going to be, I believe, the regional manager for all of Texas for their talent. So it is huge 
that we get him right now to hear all of his tips and tricks about the industry and what he sees that's coming up. So I cannot wait for you guys to dive into it. Today, our drinking award is influencer. If you're new, hey, hey, if you've been around for a while, you know about the drinking word. The drinking word is all about sipping down your cocktail or drink of choice. So when we say influencer throughout the episode, you guys have to sip your cocktail. It's a super fun little game. I've loved it. And when I go back and listen to the episodes, you get pretty tipsy. So let's get into it. Today on the TBB podcast, we have my talent manager who works at GNB Digital Management. GNB brings a human touch to influence through deep engagement, passionate storytelling, and enviable results. GNB puts each client and their story first. Guys, Zach is so fun. I cannot wait for you guys to hear him on this week's episode. Hello, TBB babes. Happy Thursday. Today we are getting buzzed, but we are in the comfort of our home, so we're getting pretty excited. Today I have on Zach. Zach, say hello to all the TBB babes. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Thanks for having me on. I'm pumped. Oh my gosh, I'm pumped too. Okay, so for everyone who does not know, Zach is my talent manager, and I want everyone to know a little bit about you. So get get let's get into it. Tell us about you, Zach. For sure. Okay, so I'm from Dallas, Texas. So that's where I live. If you don't know what Texas is, we do not ride horses. We do not. It's just straight land, but it's pretty modernized nowadays. It's so funny because sometimes I'll get like people from the West Coast to be like, so do you guys really ride horses? And it's like, okay, (laughs) no, (laughs) we don't. (laughs) But yeah, out here in Dallas, and I also manage a couple of other influencers here and looking to expand more. But yeah, I grew up here. This is my only home. I've never lived anywhere else. So it'd be completely foreign if I left here. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, well, speaking of drinks, what is your favorite drink? What's your favorite alcoholic (laughs) beverage? My go-to for everything is a strawberry margarita. Oh my gosh. Okay, what what kind of tequila are we talking? Okay, so like I don't mean to come off bougie or anything, but like anything like 1800, Patron, maybe some Don Julio for feeling like real risky. But like just the go-to, Jose Cuevo is pretty good. But when I go out, it's more of like the expensive tequila just because I try to avoid my Tito's nights. Oh, yeah. Okay, and why can't we have Tito's? We have to clue everybody in why Tito's is definitely not a thing for Zach. (laughs) Tito's? Oh, my God. (laughs) If you guys could see his face right now, he is dying on the inside. I just cannot. I can't have Tito's because in college, you know, you go all out, blah, 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 like, I just had so much fun at one party, literally one party. And I'm not one to party. Okay. But whenever I do go out, I go out and I go hard. You're hot hot to trot when you're ready. When you're ready, things are happening. Yes. Things are happening. So I just, the next, I had a photo shoot the next morning for our school magazine and I went out the night before and all I had was Tito's and like, just like shots upon shots and in my drink that I had no idea that my friends were just kind of adding and like, you know, towards the end of it, you're like, I don't even taste the alcohol anymore. So it's like, okay, let's add a shot. No, exactly. Like, you're like, 
They're like, I, I'm always like, it's not strong enough. They're like, ma'am, there is six shots of vodka in there. You are not tasting it. You need to go the fuck home. <laughs> That's what they say to my mom. My mom's like, is there even alcohol in here? They're like, ma'am, there's two shots. And she's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> well, well, those must yes. be children's shots. I call those children's shots when you can't taste them. I'm like, mm. right. One hundred percent agree with you. Yes. Oh my gosh. But yes. So the next morning, just horrible, 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 horrible. Just not even. Actually, I don't even want to say the next morning. It was more like thirty minutes later. <laughs> I was just, I was just like having the time of my life. I needed to go home. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't feel good. Threw it all up. Okay. The worst part, throwing up, I was by myself. So, like, nobody knew it was happening. And I was by myself, so I was kind of sad. But then my abs were showing the next morning for the photo shoot. So I was like, hey. But I was hungover as fuck, and it was the worst thing of my entire life. Don't ever. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. 10 out of 10 would not recommend the Tito's. We will not be hitting up the Tito's. I love a good Casamigos moment if I'm hitting up the tequila. Yes. That gets me lit. We are ready. We are drinking a little Casamigos. Okay, well, oh, yes, ma'am. Well, we're talking about a college and drinking in college. So let's hear a little bit about a fun little dating in college story. Oh, God. Where do we even start? <laughs> I would just say my college, let's just say my college dating was more just transactions. Less oh, of dating, more a lot of, of A lot of swiping. Maybe, maybe a lot of swiping. But like, here's the thing. My horrible, my horrible, horrible self. My type is straight guys. There's like, so all of them are straight males and none of them want to hook up with you. But there are some of them that are, you know, down for you. So dating in college was awful because I was dating so many in the top, like in the closet people. So like, it was so tough because they liked girls. They liked guys like they would like some of them were in fraternities. So like they would go out and party and like hook up with girls. And it's just like, okay, it was just tough. Yeah. It was tough dating in college. Yeah. Because you're, you're getting the mix and people probably don't know what, what buckets they're in or if they're in both buckets and you're like, I just want somebody to grab my bucket. Right. Grab my bucket and fill it up and let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what I'm, that's all I'm trying to say. Like, Oh my God. I love it. Fill the shit up and let's go. We can go together. <laughs> That's magical. Like, I I feel like dating in college is such like an interesting ball game because you went to SMU. What was the SMU vibe? Because Oregon State definitely had a vibe. SMU vibe is very Beverly Hills. So like I'm talking about we have the really rich Asians that are walking from head to toe in Gucci. Like the Britain, like the latest Gucci sweatshirt or the latest Gucci sweatpants or the whole fucking outfit. You know what I mean? But it's very much so you fit in or you don't. You know what I mean? And, like, you, if you're going to fit in, you have to fit in. You know, like, there's no, like, way around it, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, if you want to enjoy the college life at SMU, you have to kind of fit in and kind of play the part and just have a good time. You know what I mean? Were, um, you, in a, were you in a fraternity? Like, are, is, there, is no. fraternity and sorority, are those big at SMU? Huge. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, 70% of, like, college students are in Greek life. Holy crap. Okay, so what was it like to not be in Greek life? Did you feel like you missed out, or did you love the way that everything happened? It was more along the lines of I cheered 
And all of my friends that were cheerleaders were in sororities. So those are the girls that I hung out with and how I got invited to parties and got into parties because if they had a boyfriend, obviously I'd become friends with the boyfriend because I'm friends with the girl. And so that's just kind of, that was like my ticket into like every big party. Cause that's all I would go to was like the big fun theme parties. And so that's, that was mainly how I got into like the social life was through cheerleading and all of my friends being in the majority of my friends being in sororities. Okay. So what was it like cheering? Was it like at Oregon state? It was like so hard to get on the cheer team. Like all these people tried out and they like, and it was like cutthroat. Was it the same way SMU or no? No. So SMU, because it's a private school, a lot of private schools don't have like the best, you know, sports. However, SMU kind of does. And our cheer team is actually really good, but it's not really cutthroat. Like it just takes like a certain amount of like, I guess, talent and like the more, the more spirited you are because SMU is a very spirited school. And so that's just kind of like the, the lines for that, but no, it's not like a cutthroat tryout. Like Anything, anything along those jobs. Okay. So I was in a sorority in college and I, I at first had done the whole like rush, that whole situation happened. And I had my like dream sorority. I was like, okay, I want to be in this one. And my parents were like, yeah, we're not paying for you to be in a sorority your first year. So I am literally at, I am literally like, they're ready to give me my bid and straight up my parents were like not happening. (gasps) So I didn't go. And then I, I know. And my big at the time was like, she actually ended up being in like my sorority family later on. She told me how pissed she was because everyone was like, this girl's a shoe in, like we want her, like all this stuff. And then I went and did spring rush, got a bid. And was in, so I was in Alpha Phi, which at Oregon State, I didn't know this at the time, was like yeah. the slutty, hot STD sorority. So, no. So literally, no joke. I was like, wow, this is going to be so much fun. Like, I loved it probably my first <laughs> year and a half to two years until I lived in the house. Everybody's uh-huh. fucking each other's boyfriends. And I'm like, <gasps> this is supposed to be like sisterhood. I'm like, okay, you guys are really keeping it in the family, literally. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I feel like we're in incest land right now. And Definitely. I hated it. The girls were like, not super like nice. Like everybody was ki- like kind of bitchy. And so I dropped, I was like, I had like enough friends from like, from that realm that I was just like, peace, I'm out. So I dropped literally my, I think I dropped my senior year. Cause I was like, this is bullshit. I'm graduating anyway. Peace out people. Yeah. But it was next level. Okay. So I want to chat it's- a little bit about business stuff because, and kind of like okay. where you worked up to get to G and B. Okay. For sure. Wow. <laughs> yeah. G and B was definitely a thing to work up to. So, oh my gosh. I, so once I graduated in December, I was, you know, searching for a job as everyone else is. And it really does take six months to get a job. People like it takes a long time because these companies are not really looking for you. You know what I mean? Some of them are, and some of them aren't. And the ones that do are looking for you obviously know what they want. So getting a job at first was really tough. And so 
this whole year, honestly, has just been job stepping stone after stepping stone for GNB. I feel like, and honestly, for myself, just becoming a micro influencer, it's like I know how to create content now. I know how to create a content calendar. I know how to do media kits. Like, I can do all of this stuff myself. And now I get to manage influencers who do that for a living. And I studied that and I was able to actually work for it for a company. And now I feel like I'm able to do that for myself too, is, you know, create content, you know, do my own admin stuff too. Cause like, that's very important. Do your own accounting. You have to get your funds right. If you're going to start managing other people and yourself, you know what I mean? So business has been really good for the most part. And I'm just excited to take on Dallas. So Dallas is actually going to be, uh, I'm going to be the regional talent manager in Dallas within the next couple of months. Yeah. So that's a super big thing. And I'm excited to just kind of settle here in Dallas for the most part. And I kind of want to be like a face in Dallas, you know, like yeah. ooh, that's Zach Wilson. Ooh. No paparazzi. I don't want to do paparazzi. No, not like, paparazzi, but like the little socialite of Dallas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Okay. So what have you learned from like being a manager? Like what are some tips and tricks that you've like learned that you did not know going into being a talent manager? I think being ahead of the game definitely helps and looking at other people's content. So it's not necessarily like you're stealing their ideas, but you're looking at how they're doing their YouTube channel. You're looking at how you know, they're running their social media, how often they're posting. Because as a manager, I have to be able to pitch that. You know what I mean? Like, why is your content better than the other person's content? Why can't, why should we use their YouTube videos over your YouTube videos? So my thing is, it's like, I had to get in front of that. And I mean, I get up at 5am just so I can check emails that came over through last night. You know what I mean? And then I have to go into the day while y'all are all still sleeping. So this is like 7 a.m. Dallas time and 5 a.m. your time. But I'm going through who I'm going to reach out to. What does Christina need? Have we met her goal? You know, Tess and Sarah, for example, like we have just been killing it. Like they've been phenomenal. The brands that they've been reaching out to and the brands that have been reaching out to us and saying me to them have just been so good, love them. And so that's really boosted, you know, my confidence for the rest of my team because I'm very personable. And so building relationships are, is super important. And so that's also something I had to take really seriously as a manager is, you know, I'm working with, for example, I just closed a $10,000 Bear Bradley deal for Tess and Sarah. And like me and the influencer marketer, like we have a great relationship now, you know what I mean? And now that means that her Tess and Sarah have a great relationship. And so just relationships go a long way. And that's kind of like the biggest thing more than anything. And that's how I got this job was through a relationship. So technically she's not really my cousin, but my mom, who kind of took me into her home, her nephew's husband <laughs> so it's like this whole this whole like tree of people <laughs> oh my gosh no i love that okay tbb babe you guys are hearing the latest and greatest here first 
ChristinaMcGinnis.com is launching sticker packs. We are super excited about our three packs, the blogger pack, social media pack, and the podcast pack. A portion of the proceeds will go to Love 146. Love 146 is an international human rights organization working to end child trafficking and exploitation through survivor care and prevention. So what the heck is a sticker? Guys, this is going to change your gram game. Unlike gifts, stickers can be copied and pasted into your Instagram stories without reducing the image quality. Stickers are files you own, so they will never be hard to relocate for future use, unlike Instagram's black hole of a gift library. Stickers can also be used in YouTube videos. These are so simple, guys. I use them in all of my stories, and you guys were asking about them, so we figured let's make them available for all of the TBB babes. Use my code KCM20 to get 20% off your sticker pack at ChristinaMcGinnis.com. That is KCM20 at ChristinaMcGinnis.com for 20% off any and all sticker packs. I think like people really undervalue like interpersonal communication and how other people communicate. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing that I've learned doing a whole bunch of different influencer stuff is like those connections that you can build on are so important. And so too, important. there's been like a few too that I think people don't talk about. If there's a company that is like fucking rude or mm-hmm. they're snippy or they don't get back to you on time, like it's totally okay to not work with them again. Like I have, yeah. a, I have a list and it's only, and for how many years I've been doing this, it's only five companies. Like, one company, I got an email. I don't know if I've told you this, but no, I told someone else that, that we worked with. Her name's Jermaine and she's also at GNB. And she knew this. So there was a company right when I started doing influencer stuff. And I had sent them an email about how I wanted to work with them, literally fresh in the influencer world boat. And they accidentally attached me on a company email where people were corresponding in that company. And they said, oh my gosh, she's got a really pretty face, but she's pretty fat. Like, I don't... <gasps> they did not say that. So I You're literally, fucking lying. I am so serious. I have a blog post about it and I signed at the end of the email. I like wrote them an email back because I was like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm fresh. Yeah, that's things, disrespectful. I, yeah, and I was pissed. So I wrote them back an email that was like, Clearly, I was not supposed to be like attached on this, but don't worry. I have no interest in working with you guys anyway. And I said, sincerely, cute face, but really fat instead of signing my name. (laughs) (gasps) Yes, ma'am. A fucking savage. A savage. And I was like, suck my dick. Like, I was like, I am so not going to put up with this. And like, you really really don't need to. Uh uh. And it's, but it's crazy. Like, that was kind of one of my first, like, ends of the industry that you're like, damn, yeah. this shit can be cutthroat. And if you're not, it, it can be hard to like grow thick skin sometimes with like either like people sliding in like rude messages for the most part, like everyone's pretty damn nice to me. Like I get hyped up like on the daily, which I love. And like, I have, have then created like great connections with people. Cause we, me and Zach actually met from our mutual mm. friend Tinsley and Tinsley went to SMU, didn't she? Yeah. Yes. And Tinsley, that was my first job kind of in the influencer digital marketing world. So Tinsley like allowed me to like work for her doing pair stuff. 
Oh, and Tinsley, and if you if you guys need to go back, Tinsley was on the podcast. I don't know what episode number it was, but I'll link it. But continue <laughs> that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 And so even like the, my relationship with Tinsley, I met her through relationships. She had my friend Taylor, who I cheered with at SMU, working with her the year before. And then my best friend, Ashley Anthony, her sister went to SMU, was a Kappa with Tinsley. So it's like all of these, like it just shows the power of relationships and how important those are. And that's my biggest like business tactic slash strategy is like, yeah, we want to work with them. But like also at the end of the day, it's like, how can we serve you? Because serving goes along more of a longer way than just working and being done. I can go to a a nine to five and collect 60 grand a year, but like then I'm limited. You know what I mean? My relationships are limited. So then doing this allows me to reach everyone. You know what I mean? And like, that's solely what I wanted to do is I just want to serve people. So I have the opportunity to serve you. Like that's how I have to think of my job. So I have the opportunity to work with you, to serve you. And then you're going to serve me in some way, shape, or form. And same with all of my other influencers. And so I really do have like this deep passion for this job and it's super cool and fun. And it goes far beyond just like, oh, I'm working with influencers. Cause at this point I'm like, cool, you guys have hundred K followers, which are all following me now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm like, yeah. at the end of the day, they're just a person, you know? Yeah. And so. it's, it's crazy. Like I've even like chatted with other influencers and it's very interesting. Like when people get to a certain level, they feel like they're like above it. They feel like mm-hmm. they're above responding to DMs. They feel like they're above building those connections. And I think that that's like one of the worst things you can do. Like the not, worst. one of like the biggest things I've heard like complaints on with influencers is like when they don't answer their direct messages. And they're like, I've messaged you. There's bloggers that I've messaged that are like not larger than I am. Maybe they get more direct messages, but I get quite a few during the day. Right. And, and so I, do I. Yeah. And I try to like respond to every single person. But yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's such a misstep. Yeah. And I was, this is a kind of a funny story, but like, this girl, I was kind of sc- like kind of scouting. She had a really low following, like maybe under 20K. And I was reaching out to her and she's, you know, doing really well in the modeling industry for the most part. And I was just like, hey, like, I would love to get some time to maybe talk about like what we do and learn about your business assets and all this stuff. And it was like, you know, like I'm already signed exclusively, like I'm already this, but I would love for you to send me more pitches. And it's like, anybody would love for you to send pitches and money, but like just the way that you're talking to me on this DM, like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. but I'm, I mean, at the end of the day, like GMB and like, as a company, like we put up with that kind of stuff, but we do it with a smile on our face. You know what I mean? And yeah. That's what makes us GMB. That's different from all the other companies that have talents. Some, a lot of them are just signing things for them and just allowing them to kind of do whatever. And it's like, no, like you're representing yourself as an artist and we want to back you on that. And like, that's, you know, essentially why we're flourishing and doing so well is because we're different kinds of people. We're not just after the money. The money's great, but we're after your artistry and like your physical work. You know, you put a lot of time into that videos take longer than four hours to edit and make. 
Yeah, no, they totally do. And yeah. it takes a long time, even with like the breaks of reels and everything, it's next level, like how long things can take to edit. When you're hunting for talent, because you said you slid in that girl's DMs who's a little feisty, what, yeah. <laughs> what, are, <laughs> what are you looking for? Like, is there, is it just a vibe? Like, what are some people who like maybe want to get into content creation and they're like, hey, my goal is to get managed. What are like things that you look for when you're hunting through Instagram? Deals. So I want to see that you are working with brands. I want to see that you are posting about this bracelet that this itty bitty company reached out to you about. You know what I mean? I want to see that you are doing ads, paid ads, stuff like that. Things that are telling me that you're bringing in business because that's how we're going to help build your business. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There are like on the other side of our agency that we just launched, the sports and entertainment side, that's more of the pitching, but that's also for more like celebrity level people. And so kind of going back to what I said earlier about that girl, it's like, she wasn't a celebrity. I'm like, honey, you're just, an, you're just an influencer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that's it. Like you need to be making content. You have to have a good aesthetic. You know, are you doing paid ads? Are you doing giftings? Are you constantly posting what does your engagement rate look like i somebody can have 198,000 you know followers but have 0% engagement or less than 1% which is the average you know what i mean which i mean obviously like the higher you go the lower your engagement goes but at the same time it's more consistent but yeah that's pretty much what we're looking for and just because like they have a lot of followings doesn't mean that we are just going to take them as an influencer no okay. like you could just be what you said earlier, cute face mm-hmm. and just have a lot of followers. Yeah. And two, it's funny. Like, I feel like there's definitely like a lot of different segments of influencers. Like there's yeah. like the like to know it girls where it's just, mm-hmm. it's very, there's a, such a vibe. And like, I would 100% like a, such a vibe. And then you've got more like straight up content creators who are like mm-hmm. there for the creative imagery and Mm-hmm. They have a very, very like vibe. Like I would say like some girls that I would think of like for that, that are very like, then there's your minimalistic, mm-hmm. like a few girls, like there's all these girls from British Columbia that it's like Emma and Sophie and Nitz and they're all friends. And they kind of started a trend with the more minimalistic vibe. So like that's becoming hot. It's very interesting with, I feel like influencers, cause there's so many yeah. pockets yeah. And you can be interested in so many things. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm most, mostly like fashion and lifestyle, but I could totally talk about taxes and it would make sense. Like you can right. into like multiple categories. And so I think it's funny. What do you think about when people say they need to niche down and only be one thing? I disagree with it. I don't think you need to just be one thing, but I do think that you should have a primary, a primary thing. So For instance, my primary is going to be fashion, fashion and then lifestyle, just kind of what you were saying. But I don't think you need to have necessarily one thing. I mean, you're, you don't have necessarily one hobby. You don't like necessarily one thing. So why should you be limited to one niche? You know what I mean? And each niche that you have, if you're passionate about it, you're going to reach a great group of people who also enjoy that niche. And you're also going to expose them to other things that they probably had no idea about. So I think influencership really can bring together a community of people and 
that's great for a brand. You know what I mean? Like you're bringing your brand, you know, that's partnering with someone else. And then their whole audience, I know all their whole audience doesn't just like Lululemon, for example, they like Nike, they like outdoor voices and all this stuff. And so now that they're seeing Lululemon, they're like, Oh, cool. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's great exposure. It's so great. I love that. Hey, you, are you needing an afternoon at pick me up? Don Francisco's organic cold brew is the perfect summer coffee drink. It's easy to brew at home. All you need is a large glass container or pitcher. After letting it steep in cold water for 24 hours, you have delicious coffee concentrate. It's the perfect way to start your summer day or enjoy as an afternoon pick-me-up. I know I sure need one. John Francisco's is premium coffee, people, roasted and packed in the USA. And the very best part, guys, John Francisco's coffee has created a special sampling code where you can receive 20% off any purchase on DonFrancisco's.com. Just go to DonFrancisco's.com, shop, and check out with the promo code BLONDE and you will get 20% off your order. Offer is good from August 1st till January 31st, 2021. Get sipping, party people. Okay, we got to dive in because we've, we've, we've chatted about this before, me and you, but I need to hear about the non-skincare <laughs> routine because literally one of the first oh times back we're FaceTiming, I think I was going into like, my full skincare routine. And he's like, I literally don't have one <laughs> at all. Like I literally do not. I'm, like gratefully I've been so blessed to have great skin, but like I literally wake up in the morning and take a shower. I don't even wash my face. Like, in the shower. I don't like soap being on my face. I'm so disgusted right now because of all the money that I spend on products <laughs> and all of the time that I go in scrubbing every single fucking pore. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. Like, I don't have, none of my siblings, we, blessed. none of us have to do that. Yeah, we, we are all extremely blessed with that. But I mean, there's other things that like, you know, make up for not having super oily face or super dirty face you know what yeah. i mean literally or I'm, acne. A, I'm a grease slick right now literally my skin within like no a few you hours, are not literally no. no makeup and i just put on my tanner and i'm like damn we're already oiled through the tanner no makeup see i think you look so good with no makeup oh well thank you i'm just the compliments today i've been multiple oh, people so said i would like anytime that i don't have makeup on they're like i'm shocked and i'm like oh my god maybe all of this money on the skincare is finally paying off yes yes <laughs> because seriously like you look like you have makeup on like, I thought you did, for sure. Well, so for you. you to say you don't have makeup on, like, that's good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love it. Okay, you touched a little bit on your morning routine. So you wake up. Yes. Let's get the full meal deal. So you wake up at 5. and then Yes, 5 a.m. You answer emails till 7. Give us the full meal deal of, like, the typical day in the life of a talent manager. Okay, so I wake up from anxiety. Okay, so let's <laughs> just start there because I... I want to make sure you guys meet your goals just as much as my goals. Like my bills have to be paid and I'm also a bougie person. So like, hello, I have to do extra work. You know what I mean? But yeah, I wake up and then immediately I kind of hop on social media and answer DMs because I am getting DMs from people 
And I am starting to get more people like DMing me like, hey, check out so-and-so. Hey, check out, you know, my latest song. Because people also think me as a talent manager, like I'm going to make you famous. No, 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 no. That's not my job. We work together. We work together to do that. That's not my job because I'd make myself famous first before you. But we're going to do it together. You know what I mean? Together. Right. Okay. So waking up, get on social media, check everything. And then I check my emails from my phone and I'm taking my dog out at the same time because Coco, you know, she has to go out and do her own little thing. She's a shepherd. She's so pretty. Yes. Beautiful German shepherd. She actually might be getting a deal with Chewy, the company. (laughs) Oh my God. I love that Yeah. So I met someone that works for that. And they loved her, loved her. So I'm like, okay, Coco, it's time for you to start paying rent, sis. We <laughs> Come make on, some Coco. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But after that, coffee, and I have my three monitors right here. Got all my emails pulled up, and we're just going back and forth, you know? And that's pretty much it. Like, emails after emails after emails. And a lot of times, it's strictly... You know, I have to make sure that so-and-so... I'm a a very prompt responder. I feel like I have to be or I'm going to lose the deal. So that's one of my, like, my stresses. And so that's why I get up so early is so I can make sure that I'm not going to lose that deal because I want that that thing to be in your inbox first thing in the morning when you wake up. Mm -hmm. And I feel like also, like, Christina, you as an influencer, you need to wake up at 8 a.m. and be like, okay, so like, what does my day look like today? Obviously, you have things planned out, but it's like, you know, my manager, Zach, already went through. Let me go ahead and go through all these emails, see what I do and don't want. And then, you know what I mean? There's an hour right there. You can do coffee, do whatever you need to, and then you're afraid to go on. So my thought is just to make y'all's lives so much more easier. And plus, I love getting up at 5 a.m. You know, there's other people that probably work late night. You know what I mean? To get you're, ahead. You're, so. you're an early bird. Yep. Early bird gets the worm. Really does. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it does. Oh, no, that is, that's magical. Okay. So we've gone, we've literally touched on so many influencer tips and tricks. We've touched on your morning yes. routine, your non-skincare, how we met. <laughs> There's so many things. You have a book, podcast, or resource that you are obsessed with for like knowledge that you keep coming back to. I think my biggest thing so far, I would say there's a podcast. I, I've really been getting into podcasts lately, but I would say I haven't like found one that I'm like, oh, I got to run back to that. You know what I mean? I'm looking for that one so far. Mm-hmm. But as far as just, I guess I would say like entertainment movie, I wouldn't say books. I'm not really like a book person. So entertainment or movies? Okay, I have to ask you this really quick. Okay. Have you watched Social Dilemma? Because I haven't watched that yet. No, I haven't. I heard that it's actually scary. <laughs> I know. I'm very scared and I don't know if I can do it. But do you want to know what I did start watching last night? Don't what? fuck with cats. Oh, that shit's insane. <laughs> literally dying. I was insane. unwell. I'm like such an animal lover for you. If you babes don't know, my mom literally owns an animal rescue. We have a fucking plethora zoo of animals at my parents' house. So the fact that this person is like mutilating these cats and then moves on to yeah. humans, I'm like, I want to get this guy 
And I want all of the killers in the world to be transferred to an island where they can't get off and they can just kill each other instead of killing innocent people. Seriously, like if you have that instinct, do you need to do that on another island by yourself? Literally, yeah. Well, I think the murderers should just all murder each other. <laughs> Same with pedophiles. Just put a whole bunch of like all the people on a pedophile island. We'll have segregated lives, and they can just all <laughs> they can just mess with each other instead of hurting children. Big fat orgy. You guys just do your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're shipping you out. We're using Jeffrey Epstein's plane for good uses now, so we're gonna transfer yeah, pedophiles and the killers onto one island. It's gonna be like Hunger Games. <laughs> oh my god i was was like this visual oh my gosh it's funny because like me and my siblings we always talk about this so my siblings are the only ones that i'll actually share my political views with i try not to share them on social media because i ain't trying to start in a war but my siblings and stuff like that and so we always joke we're like you know if so-and-so wins this is where we're headed if the other one wins we're going straight to the Hunger Games, like districts, no states, only districts, and this is what it looks like. As long as <laughs> so we my, joke about it all the time. As long as my district is sunny and has, like, I don't know, Nobu sushi in it, I think I'll make it. <laughs> that's, I'm like, I'm like as, as long as I'm in the capital, I think I'll be fine. But it's yeah. like, that's what everybody wants to be. In the exactly. Capital. You all want to be in the capital. You have to be friends with President Stroh or your ass is like out. You're dead. Right. And oh, that's just I'm going to be a loyal one. Not- <laughs> <laughs> well, that left literally everyone with that visual of what our world is turning to. Where can everybody follow you? Give us, give us the IG, all the socials. Give it to us. Okay. My Instagram, I would love for you guys to follow my Instagram. My Instagram is at Zach Wilson 15, Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N 15. And stay tuned because only really Christina knows this, but I'll give you guys a little bit of a sneak peek is I'm going to start a YouTube channel soon for you ladies out there who need a second boyfriend. So what that would look like is I'm going to talk to you about gifts, what to get your boyfriend for Christmas, his birthday, just to get him anything because you're trying to get your freak on, like anything like that. Talking about fashion. A lot of women dress their husbands or their boyfriends and some of them wear the exact same thing for a whole entire year straight. And we got to change that. Yeah. Or you know, it's like I a do Hawaiian th- shirt that's from Tommy Bahama. And I'm like, yeah, what the exactly. fuck is that? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like not saying that they got to dress to impress, but we need a little bit of updating our wardrobe every so often, you know? And there's just so many more things that we're going to talk about as the time comes, but Definitely be looking into that when you follow me because I'm going to start hopefully sneak peek starting on the second or the first one. The, the second or the first of October, babes. We are so pumped. Yes. Well, yes, we are. Well, TBB babes, make sure to slide into Zach's inbox. Go say hey. Yes. And also make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. We love you and we will see you next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs>